Yes, it's another day of the Daily BM. I am your host, Brad, with my best friend host, Michael. Aww. Aww, that's so sweet. Too. Hi, I got everybody. My other, I got my other ghost host, Eric C. What's up, buddy? And as usual, Fuckstick is not here. Uh, way, to, way to show up. You know, way to be a guy and text me the night before and not show up. Yeah. He's like the he's like the girl that gaslights you. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And says, Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow and never shows and just leaves you sitting at the table. Yeah, he shows roses. Up, like, and then he shows up on the days he's not supposed to show up. He's like, yeah, hey, no I'm shit. Here. I'm hey, here, man, you guys ready? It's Wednesday. What? Hey fucker, ready? we don't do shows on Wednesdays, you know this. Yeah, hey guy, you ready to rock this shit out? Oh no, dude. Fucking I'm in <laughs> Miami, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you're in Miami and I'm like, I'm uh, jacking off. Leave me alone. <laughs> Booyah. Uh so how was your evening? Oh, it was exceptional. I had a wonderful fucking evening. How you was yours? got laid. You got laid. You have a look on your face that you got some. Did you get some? I yeah, that's either, a yes or no I can either confirm or nor deny that means the allegations yes. that have been thrown out there. See, see, here's the thing. When a dude doesn't get laid, he has no problem saying, nah, I didn't get none, man. But when he gets laid, he goes like this. Yeah. The gentleman I, I never can't, tells. I can't say, wait till we're off the air. I'll hear every detail. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really great. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was calling your name, Lord, over yeah. and over again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she kept saying make it stop, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, it's just like when you're at the rape planet. No, I'm just kidding. God, make it stop. Yeah. Just kidding. That's fucked oh my up. God. That was, That's that so was, fucked that up. Dark. I always ask first. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so last night I went out. So obviously while you're at home banging one out, um, I went out. Uh, so I go to this local um it's like a sports bar, guys. It's called Beefo Brady's. It's here in our town. And we were just having dinner, like normal, just having a couple beers, chilling out at real good time. So some friends of ours, which is a client, Mike, that walked in was mm-hmm. just like, hey, what's going on? So we were talking to them. And so we literally said over to the, man, or to the um, bartender, hey, can they sit right here? There was two four tops, which is an eight top, which is if you're from overseas or whatever, that's eight people at a table. I don't know if they call it the same thing over there, but we call it eight tops, four tops. So. That being said, they sit down. There was like six of them, right? And they already order their drinks, and the drinks are coming. And the manager walks up and says, hey, you guys have to get up and go to the front and uh, and check in with the hostess because these t- these seats are, are, are going to be given to somebody else. They've been waiting for 45 minutes, which in my opinion was bullshit. Because I've been there and I didn't see those people walk in. They they've only they walked in and checked in after they had already sat down. I I forgot to mention that the other day. Uh, so I was like sitting there going, okay. So I'm 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 watching him. He tells them, yeah, you got to go. So the one girl gets up. She goes, you know what? Never mind. And there's two tables behind them. One was dirty of a four top, and the other one was clean. I just felt like you know he could have turned around and said, hey, let me get this four top cleaned off for you. And push those together, and I'll let you guys sit there. Because there was nobody there. And there was nobody else at the hostess stand. Nobody, dude. Right. So, and then he was kind of rude. And then so, you know, they they left. They just said, you know what? Never mind. We're going to go somewhere else. Like that. So, the guy that's with me, Jamie, he says to the guy, hey, man, you know, da-da-da-da-da. You know, don't you think it was kind of rude? That Why didn't you just offer them a, another suggestion? Blah, blah, blah. And the guy starts to get teary-eyed. And he's like, listen, man, I've just had a really rough night, man. You know, blah, blah, blah. Because... You know, and, and 
and, and fortunately, you know, Jamie was actually cool because sometimes he can be a dickhole. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, my thing is, it's like, even though he, he, he said why the guy was like, oh, yeah, so night. he was upset. Yeah, he's he's like, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, Which sorry. That changes the whole context as to why <laughs> Jamie was cool. Yeah, so Jamie was, was got, got cool about it because the guy said, my mom's in the hospital and uh, she's dying. Like he doesn't know she'll be alive in a couple of days or less yeah, or or hours or hours. You know what I mean? So, you know, Jamie does the cool thing. He hugs her or hugs him, hugs her, hugs, not the mom, but uh, maybe he has, I don't know, but uh, hugs, hugs him and says, Shit, uh, that's fucking last level service. Driver that's why he put her in the hug. hospital. Yeah. Hey, your son couldn't be here, but I'm going to give you a hug anyways. <laughs> <laughs> gave her a throbbing hug. Sending this with love. Gave her a throbbing hug. But um, so Here, I'll take your worries away. You fucking like kills her. <laughs> Suffocates her in the bed. Yeah. Now you gotta work, bitch. Yeah. You're about to do your job. I told you, you should have gave him that eight top motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> now you can stop crying and get back to work. Bitch. Yeah, back to work, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so he says to him, uh, he says to him, oh, man, I get it, man. I've been there. You know, I lost my mother, yada, yada. It was really cool. Um, but my thing is, I'm still was. Okay, so does this make me a fucking asshole is what I'm going to ask you. And you're probably going to say, yeah, it makes you a fucking asshole. But I'm sitting there going like this still. I'm going, okay, so your mom's in the hospital. I get it. You know what I mean? But you could have handled that fucking differently. Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or both, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet, heat jalapeno and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit madpicks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Okay, it... It does and it does not make you an asshole. Okay. And the reason I'm saying it, it's a two-part answer. The first part is, is that you're a paying customer and you're expecting an experience to okay. go out to dinner. Okay. You're you're expecting to have good service, good food, you know, and a good time when you go out to go out to a restaurant to have dinner. Okay. You're not expecting to go, you know, to get yelled at, to get told what to do, to have shitty food and to have shitty service, you know, like and have a bad time. Like that's not what you're paying for. So as a customer, you had every right to be pissed off, you know, being angry. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say I was angry. I would just say I was pertur well, perturbed, disturbed. You were, well, you're angry, perturbed. Bothered. Same thing. I mean, yeah, you can be angry about it. It's fine. Um, I got over it pretty quick. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so the other side of that coin is there's that, you know, the human compassion element. You know, where you're like, damn, this sucks for this guy because he's in a management position, which means it's not as easy to call in when you're a manager mm -hmm. because you're usually the only one on duty, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and most of the time, you know, managers, when you get to that level, it's a little more challenging to find jobs of caliber, you know, equal caliber and equal mm -hmm. pay because there's not as many management jobs as there are servers or bartenders or that kind of stuff. You know, there's fewer manager positions. Right. So I feel for him because I feel like it's kind of shitty that, you know, his mom's in this situation. And he's obviously mentally just, you know, bothered by it, like it's affecting him, but he still has to show up at work and he still right. has to do the job. And I don't, I don't feel like that's really cool 
you know, on the company's side, like to not take care of him, you know, and mm-hmm. say, Hey, listen, like the owner comes, the owner would come in and say, listen, I got this covered. You go spend time with your family because your, your parents, you know, typically only die like once. Wait, so. compared to what, to dying twice. I'm trying to, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. Elaborate just, on that one. You're like, typically they, what do you mean? Typically they usually only die once. Period. Well, sometimes, sometimes people get resuscitated. Like, oh, okay. All right. I'm just glad for the clarification. I was just, I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they can be on their deathbed and then they, they, they die, but then they resuscitate them and they come back and live another couple of days or a couple of weeks and then they die again. You know, like, so you have that moment. To, you, if you're not there, you don't have that moment to say goodbye and have closure. You know, you're basically showing up late, <laughs> um, which I can imagine if someone that's close to their family, how hard that would be not to be, be able to be there, especially if they're in the same town as you. You know, you know what I mean? Like they're right there. Like I can understand if it's like an accident and you're, you know, 800 miles away and it's going to take you eight hours to get there and they're not going to be alive in eight hours. Mm-hmm. That's more understandable because you're like, I just can't physically get there. Like it's impossible. But if they're right down the street and you can't go because you're working, um, then you, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it sucks. You know, it really sucks. You can't do that. So that's really bad. So you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I guess I'm just an asshole. I, but see, now I'm making, making me feel like an asshole because I'm going, I've never experienced a parent die yet. You have. Right. I have not. So I have not been in that situation. But I probably would have said not gone to work for a couple of days. But then again, I don't know this guy's. You made me think about something earlier when you said, hey, you didn't know the guy's, um, what his uh, finances are. And things of that nature. He may have had to work to pay a bill. He doesn't have the luxury well, of saying, hey, I can't, I'm not going to work these last two days. Yeah, most people are. Most people don't have that ability to say like, you know, fuck you. I'll go find another job, especially when you get to management because you've worked really hard to get to that level. Right. You know, like if you're like a bar hop, you know, or um, is that, is that what you call them? Is a bar hop? Like the person that – or a bar back. Sorry, if you're bar back. No, no. You, had, you Are you talking about a bartender or a bar back? Bar back. Like just a bar back. Like the person that's like, you know, picking up after the bartender. You know, okay. you can literally say fuck off and probably have a, another bar, you know, bar back job the next night right. somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like literally, like it would not be as challenging to find a, an equal job to what you have. But if you're in management, it'd be a lot more challenging because number one, if you tell a place to fuck off and leave, other places are going to be like, well, I don't really want to ha- have that happen to me. So I'm probably not going to hire you. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, if something happens in your personal life, like, even if it's the death of the family member, the, most businesses are just going to be like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> True. I'm not going to hire you because I'd rather hire somebody that, you know, is not going to have that situation. You know, that's not going to make that same judgment call because the company wants you to work. I don't know, but I just – okay, so I, I guess why I was triggered about it is because I just feel like, again, I know we've talked about customer service in the past right. on past episodes, but yeah. it, it comes around full circle again. I feel like just nobody gives a fuck. I feel like the the the, the, the younger it, – because it's always the, – in the customer service arena, it's always the younger generations yeah. or, the re, or the really old that are just sick and tired of life as it is, and they get in these customer service roles when they shouldn't be in them. Because they hate the fucking world or whatever, but the younger generation has an I don't I de, you know I don't give a fuck attitude, right. you know, and I'm just sitting there going, who the fuck raised you? Because we were talking about this last night because you know a buddy of mine was saying how his two sons are, you know what I mean, 
which one of them, you know, is has special needs. So that doesn't that excludes him automatically. But his other son kind of is completely opposite of this person. He's kind of a fuck off. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I said, well, I've been very fortunate with my kids, you know, because I really feel like, you know, Stephen and Caleb are both, you know, on a different level. You know what I mean? Uh, they got their shit together. They have their issues, too, just like anybody else. You know what I mean? But they don't get in trouble with the law. They, you know, they're very polite with people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're customer service oriented. Now, I will say Caleb's a little bit better than Steven in that role was. I, I'm sure Steven's now better, you know, than that. But um, now that he's older. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, I just feel like every time I go somewhere and there's always a customer service issue, it's always the younger guy or a younger manager. And he's a younger guy as a manager. Which again, I don't know, but I've I've heard things that from other people that he's always a, this kind of way, regardless. Yeah. So I don't know what. But to it's believe. probably from the employees, right? You've- yeah, because I mean that's what I'm saying. Because he's got younger generation employees who probably don't give a fuck, and it makes his right. job a hundred times I mean, harder. The problem actually started with the bartender saying that it's okay to sit here because in reality she just said, "Hey, if you don't mind, can you go check in with the hostess so she can give put you in you know um, agree." This- a section that's available so you can be served because they Agreed. didn't sit at the bar. Right. Right. Correct. They were they sitting not, at a table. Well, they, she said you can sit at the bar or sit at this table, quote unquote. So that's where she screwed up. You know what I mean? Right. So that it started with the bartender. And then as an, uh, as a boss, you know how frustrating it is when you've instructed employees to do something mm-hmm. and they don't do it. Oh Yeah. Because now it's like you have to deal with a situation that you shouldn't have had to deal with if the employee had done their job correctly in the first place. Right. And so you've already got that level of frustration because you're like, I'm in the middle of doing something, I'm busy, and now i got to stop what I'm doing to go deal with something that I shouldn't have had to deal with in the first place because the employee should have just done their job right in the first place, which her job should have been, hey, you can sit at the bar, no problem. However, if you'd like to sit at a table – Please go see the hostess. And I've had several bartenders tell me that over the years. You know, right. like, hey, you can sit anywhere in the bar, open space, but on any of the tables, you have to go see the hostess because they have, those are, um, you know, seated by the, the front desk. So no problem. You go from the desk, they take care of you. You know what I mean? Because right. now you got a situation where the, those people, which you said they weren't waiting 45 minutes, but you don't know if they left and came back. You know, like they may came in early, checked in. The guy's like, oh, we're going to be off 40 minutes. And then they came back 45 minutes. And then as they're walking in, they see another couple come in and just like plop down. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Like we, he told us 40 minutes. So now he's dealing with the heater on that end because they're like, dude, you told us 45 minutes. And we got how many other people just rolled in here and sat down while we were sitting here wasting time waiting to get a table. So he's like, now nah, I got to go deal with this bullshit, you know, and the whole time in the back of his mind. His mom's fucking dying. He can't be there because he doesn't have the ability to say fuck you to this job and go be with his family at the, you know, at the end of life. Mm-hmm. So it's such a fucked up situation we live in. And I think that's what the quiet quitting is, you know, where employees aren't leaving their job. They're just not giving a shit because then the job doesn't give a shit about them. Good point. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, you work, you work for a company for 30 plus years. And they don't really take care of you. And then they just, you know, when you're done, they just replace you. You know, when you're wore out, they just replace you with somebody else. So that's why you got to take care of yourself, you know. But the smart, the smart person will always put their best effort forward. 
you know, and they'll always do their right. best, but they'll also work for themselves, you know, and they'll learn to like maximize their own personal gains. Does that make sense? Like they won't like, I feel like my employees should do the job that they're asked to do professionally and, you know, successfully, but I'm not going to be in a situation where if one employee is able to fix six, do six jobs in the same time, it takes another employee to do three jobs. Those two employees should not get paid the same. Right. But most companies do, you know, and then they realize that like employee A who's doing six jobs still has time left over. They've put four more jobs on that employee. So now they're doing 10 jobs versus the other employee that takes the same amount of time to do three jobs. And then they pay them equally, you know, and they just take the extra profit because they got one employee that's killing it. And then eventually that employee A gets burned out because they just can't keep level that level of performance for that period of time, you know, and then they see employee B like just not doing a third of the work, getting paid the exact same amount of money and they get frustrated, you know, and they want to quit, you know, and they want to, they get, then, then they get, you know, they get frustrated and who can they, they can't take the frustration out on the manager. So who do they take it out on the customer? Hmm. You know, like I pulled up to McDonald's the other day and the guy was like, what do you want? And and then he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, man. Like, you know, hey, welcome to McDonald's. We've been using your mobile app today. How, what can I get? What would you like to have? What would you like to order? You know, like he changed, like he like immediately called himself. But obviously, he was having like a heater moment mm-hmm. inside the shop, and he just came over the speaker because the little thing went ding ding in his earset, and he was like, "What do you want? Like, <laughs> I'd like to fucking order some food. Yeah, that's, that, what that, would, that's what I would. I would like to fucking do. I like a fucking Big Mac. That's what I'd like, motherfucker." <laughs> Like, I want a Big Mac. Like, I like some spicy nuggets. And he's like, we don't have them some bitches anymore. We're out. I'm like, okay, can I get a, how about a shake? No, no, fucking machines shake down. Machines, bro. That's a whole other fucking Apple subject. Pie. No, we're fucking out of those two. Yeah, we're out of those two. So get, yeah, so, hey, how, what, you, yeah, want you see some, that road some, out there? Make a left. Here's what we got. We got some stale ass fucking fries and some fucking styrofoam that we deep fried that we call chicken nuggets, regular chicken nuggets. How do those sound for you, motherfucker? Oh, you want sauce? Yeah, fucking go to Chick-fil-A. Oh, you can't because the drive through's closed. That's the only reason you're here. Yeah, you're right. You called it. And that's why I'm here. Just Chick-fil-A's closed. <laughs> and, and, with that, <laughs> and with that session, guys, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Um, don't forget to follow us on our socials at underscore the Daily BM on the Tiki Talk and on the Tweet Machine and then on the Insta and the Facebook. It's at the Daily BM. All right, go to our website, thedailybm.com. Buy one of our T-shirts, 20 bucks, man. Come on, help us out. Mikey, got anything before we get out of here? Uh, No. All right, guys, well, we'll see you on the next episode, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Have a great day. Deuces.